Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Steve Gottlieb. Serial entrepreneur and angel investor Steve Gottlieb is the founder and CEO of Shindig, a patented video chat technology that enables the rich dynamics missing from standard video conferencing. Their latest product, Water Cooler, exemplifies the company's nibbleness within the market. As a response to the pandemic and the resulting hybrid workforce, Water Cooler is designed to help organizations combat increasing fragmentation, siloing of critical information, and isolation of team members, bringing innovation and operational efficiency back to the office. Gottlieb was co-founder of the Association of American Independent Labels and served on the board of directors for Music Match, which was acquired by Yahoo. Gottlieb has invested and advised many companies throughout his career, including TuneUp Media. Well, good afternoon, Steve. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. I'm excited. And, you know, we're doing a podcast over the traditional mainstream type of platform, but we're going to talk a little bit about your platform tonight, which I think is amazing. So let me jump right into the questions here, Steve, so we can get your message out to our global audience. So first thing, Steve, amazing career in technology, music. You're a serial entrepreneur, researcher, and now the co-founder and CEO of Shindig. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Well, I'm really inspired by problems in in plain sight. You know, my record company, uh, which I had for 25 years, while its successes were with artists like Pitbull and Nine Inch Nails, it started with a record called Television's Greatest Hits, a compilation of all TV themes that were never really brought together in a way that pleased the public. And that became a huge global success. The success of Shindig is somewhat similar. I looked at video chat and said, why does everyone have their cameras off? And this was before everyone knew Zoom fatigue. I kind of said, there is a problem that people feel very uncomfortable in video chat, that it works great for two, five, 10 people, but at large scale, it's really doesn't work. And that's what I sought to solve. And in a way that was a problem in plain sight. Thank you. And you're right. There's a lot to talk about of things that we could do better as far as these types of platforms, especially Zoom. We all learned hard and fast and we all had to, uh, including the Zoom CEO, had to go fumble through a few things during uh, the pandemic. So thank you for sharing. Really excited to talk about it. But Steve, tell us a bit about how people and companies are leveraging your platform for better business strategy. What we enable is a large group of people to break up into private conversations, kind of just like they're at a cocktail party. People have the freedom on our platform to privately converse with fellow attendees, not just in text, but in video. You know, for example, in the webinar setting, companies spend a fortune getting people's attention and getting them to attend a webinar, but then they can't really engage with them individually and they have to chase them up three weeks later and remind them, hey, you attended the webinar. Can we talk about it? Our platform enables people in real time, once they've finished the presentation, to then circulate around and talk to people individually in private. And whether it's a webinar or any kind of large presentation, typically presentations are just the call to action. The real business gets done the rubber meets the road in all the private conversations uh, that follow. And so our technology allows for the pre-meeting and the post-meeting to happen very naturally. 
as opposed to them happening to have it happen separate from the main presentation. I like that. And it gives a little bit more flexibility, a little bit of more personalization. So I, I do appreciate that. Steve, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? You know, the it's much less about some completely different technology than the way we put things all together. The ability to go from addressing everyone in a virtual event to just talking to the two or three people you want to, and then going back to addressing everyone, that's all done seamlessly. But we haven't really reinvented the actual video tools themselves. We've invented the way they all fit together so that they allow for a much more natural and organic experience. You know, the way we like to explain it is, you know, business is not done in public. You know, it's done when you have the freedom to talk to whom you want, when you want, for how long you want, not in front of strangers. So as nice as it is that people have these ad hoc kind of breakout rooms or or tables or other experiences to kind of foster uh, networking, they don't really provide what people most want and need, which is the freedom to choose. I want to talk to this person alone for just two minutes, um, or I want to loop in this person or that person and another person. So our platform is really different in it's allowing not some technical feature, but really what we enable is freedom, the freedom to choose who in the experience you talk to and when. Thank you for kind of splitting that out. And I, I do appreciate it. I think giving people more autonomy, more freedom, more flexibility is where things need to go. At the end of the day, it's all about the customer experience. And I think you're nailing it with your platform. So Steve, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Well, echoing what you just said, you know, I came out of the music business and uh, a lot of record executives were stunned way back when, when uh, people didn't want those beautiful CDs and preferred MP3s. And they did that because consumer choice was much more important than following the album sequence that record labels back then provided. That's what's behind Shindig, that ultimately people ability to choose ultimately wins out over technologies that are hierarchical and top down. And so we look at the Zooms and the Teams and these other technologies, which kind of compel people to be forced into a single conversation and kind of um, as antiquated and not allowing that freedom of choice, which we, we all prize so dearly. And, and, and in other words, you know, I think that Zoom fatigue that we all, all can identify with is the fatigue of being oppressed, of not being able to exercise any agency or autonomy to talk to who you want, when you want. And that's that kind of second-class citizen, that asymmetry between the host and the other participants is what people object to. And that's what we're really trying to solve and unleash from the experience where people have much more greater fluidity and, and equality in the experience. Thank you. And, you know, we're, we're making increments to make the world a better place by allowing people to uh, have that, again, freedom, flexibility, and fluidity. So thank you again. And Steve, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Hey, thank you so much. 
Bye for now. Bye.